0: Amos, this seems like Sunday.
1: Uh, it, it is Sunday, Andy. You see, uh, we is on the radio now every Sunday on CBS for Rinso.
0: Yeah, and here comes the man now with the biggest news in Rinso's history. Let's listen to him.
2: It's the biggest news ever. It's new 1950 Rinso with Solium, a full year ahead of time. New 1950 Rinso has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. But more about that in a few minutes. Now, new 1950 Rinso brings you the Amos and Andy Show. <laughs> Yes, sir. Lever Brothers Company, the makers of new 1950 Rinso, brings you a full half hour of entertainment with Lou Lubin, Eddie Green, Ernestine Wade, the Jubilaires, Jeff Alexander's orchestra and chorus, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. This morning, Sapphire Stevens talked her husband into coming home early and spending a quiet Sunday afternoon at home. But when the kingfish first arrived home, he found his wife still there. But let's look in on the Stevens' home now.
1: Oh, so there you is. Well, it's about time you got home. What's the idea of telling me to come home early and then you not being here? And don't look at me like that. Listen, Wrinkleface, I have fed up with you. And if you ever pull a stunt like that on me again, I'm going to leave you. Now shut your big mouth and get on out there in the kitchen and fix me some supper while I smoke a big cigar and read the newspaper. <laughs> Soon as Sapphire comes home, I believe I'll tell her that.
3: <laughs>
1: uh oh, there's the buzz on the door there. That must be her at the door now. The trouble is with me, every time I see her, I get scared and I soften up. But this is one time that I ain't going soften. i go and look her right in the face and tell her.
4: George, help me with these bundles. Uh, uh,
1: uh yes, yes, darling, yes. yes. <laughs>
4: there, move!
1: Yeah, well, now, look, honey, uh, uh yeah, come, come right on in here. Uh, long as you was home now, sweetheart, I think I'll get on out and go on down to the pool room with the boys.
4: But, George, you and me was gonna spend the day at home.
1: Hey, well, honey, you see, I promised the fellas George, that...
4: what's wrong with you? All the other men around town is perfectly content to spend a quiet afternoon at home with their wives. They enjoy the simple thing. Why can't you? Well, what
1: are you talking about? There ain't a man in this neighborhood that's as simple as I is. Uh, <laughs>
4: I don't know why we can't enjoy each other's company. In books and in the movies, married couples always find so much to discuss.
1: Oh, listen, that ain't ain't the way it is in real life, though. What happens here is what happens in every married home. The husband comes home and says, what's new? The wife says nothing. And from then on, the conversation drags.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, George, it can't be that way with all married couples. Why, marriage is supposed to bring happiness to both parties.
1: Oh, don't talk to me about marriage. That whole marriage gyp is a trap that was invented by a woman. Just like the spider and the fly. And to make sure that the men ain't go back out, they make the rule that you can't see the bride just before the wedding. Well, I wasn't
4: scared of you seeing my face and backing out.
1: Well, if you wasn't, then why did you come down to I wearing two veils then? That's what I am thinking. Oh,
3: that's the trouble with you. Yeah,
1: wait, I'll get that. Uh, hello? Oh, hello, Lightning. Uh, what's that? A man done put his foot through the step in the front of the large hall, huh? And you say he hurt his leg? Yeah, well, patch up the step your best you can. Rub his leg with some liniment, and I'll be down later.
4: George,
1: what happened? Oh, some fella done hurt his leg by falling through the large hall steps. I guess the thing for me to do is to get myself a lawyer. Oh, yes,
4: George. I think you'd be smart to get a lawyer.
1: Oh, certainly. If it's the last thing I do, I was going to sue that fella for busting down them large hall steps. <laughs> Oh, come in, Kingfish. Well, why the worried look? Oh, Henry, I was really in trouble. You know that old step that needs repair in front of the large hall? Oh, very well. I always leaps over that one. Yeah, well, a man fell through the thing yesterday, and I got a letter from his lawyer this morning, and he said that his client busted his leg, and he's going to sue the large hall for $200. Well, I think he's got a good case, Kingfish.
0: If you've got a busted step on the property, that's a plain case of gross negligence. <laughs> Oh, me, what is I going to do? Well, I don't think there's much to be concerned about. After all, don't the lodge have insurance policies to cover everything like fire, liability, and, uh, Well, this accident come under the head of the liability. Uh,
1: yeah, liability, uh, I know the brothers give me the money to pay the liability premium, uh, mm-hmm. Let me think here a second, hmm. Henry, you know that new stove that me and Sapphire got? Yes. Well, we have been cooking on that premium for the last two months, uh... <laughs> I done bought the thing from the Western Acme Stove Company. Well, that's awful, Kingfish. When the brothers hear about this, they'll be able to kick you out of the lodge. Yeah, you know, Henry, I just got a thought here. If I was to retire from the lodge and appoint a new Kingfish, the new Kingfish would be responsible for the whole mill. Yes, that's a very worthy thought, Kingfish. Now, all I got to do is to find a man that is dumb and ignorant enough to step into my shoes.
0: Well, I don't know what size feet Sandy has, but his brain sure fits the requirements. <laughs>
1: Well, come in, Brother Andy. I'll be with you in just a minute. Yeah, uh, what you doing there, Kingfish? Well, I was writing out a statement for the newspapers here. You see, after 20 years as the head of the lodge, I was resigning as Kingfish.
0: You is resigning?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Big news event, Andy. Uh. All the news services want a statement the Associated Press. The U.P., the I.N.S., the A.N.P., Piggy, wiggling all them people. Uh, have... Yeah, well, that sounds like big stuff, all right. Oh, yes, yes. The New York Times might even want my picture to put in the Sunday paper in that uh, Rota Graveyard section, you know, the brown
3: oh. Well, uh,
0: this whole thing is sure a surprise to me. But tell me, Kingfish, if you resign, who's going to be the new Kingfish?
1: Well, I was working on that right now, and uh, i got to be sure that I was picking the right man from among the brothers. Uh. You see, I need the man who has got strong views and will carry him out. Needs a man who's got convictions.
0: Well, that oughtn't to be too hard. Some of these Lodge brothers have been
1: convicted three or four times.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, well, you see, Andy, uh, in trying to pick the right man, the trouble is that, well, he's got so many bums in the membership. Hmm. However, there is one bum that stands out like a shining star among the rest. Yeah. His name is Andrew H. Brown.
0: Well, thank you, Kingfish. That's very flattering. Yeah. yeah. But,
1: Kingfish, uh, how come you picked me out? Well, for one thing, Andy, uh, you uh, got the executive experience that we need for the new kingfish. Huh. As I recalls, uh, you was held office in the Mystic Knights of the Sea before, ain't you, Andy? Oh, sure. I was the Grand Whale for two years. <laughs> then
0: after that, I served a three-year term as the Sacred Halibut.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I remember that. That's when you was acting as treasurer. And when we counted up the money, there was a uh, decrepancy somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Somebody crept off with the stuff, yeah. I remember <laughs> And, uh, as, a, as a matter of fact, I think I had you impeached that office, didn't I, Andrew?
0: Yeah, I believe the peaches did kick me out. Yeah. And I remember, too, that I was succeeded as the treasurer by that fellow that swiped everything the first day. Mm-hmm. We was going to peach him, too, if he hadn't left town.
1: Yeah, well, Andy, in view of the outstanding record, I think that we we can consider you for the new kingfish. Uh-huh. Now, if you've got a few minutes to spare, I'd like to inaugurate you.
0: You want to do what to me?
1: Well, I, I just want to sway you into the noble office of the kingfish. Oh,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. Let's do the thing right.
1: Well, now, uh, to make the thing legal, uh, uh, just put this official robe over your shoulders there. Uh-huh. Uh, the sacred robe that is worn only by the kingfish. Yeah,
0: let me get it around here. Hey, wait a minute. Ain't this the rug that's been laying on the floor in what?
1: the reading room? No, no, Andy, uh, this is the same robe that I was inaugurated in myself, but it fell on the floor about ten years ago and nobody ever picked it up. That's
3: <laughs> yeah, well,
1: okay. Eyes ready when you is. All right, Andy, uh, now inflict you into oath of office with, uh, well, you signs the thing after I finished reading it and then you was in. Yeah, all right, go ahead. All right, here I go. Raise both your hands.
3: Yeah, I got it.
1: All right, uh, I, Andrew H. Brown, uh, hereby accept the high office of Kingfish... And I assumes all responsibility for the welfare of the lodge, for the well-being of the brothers, and for everything to come in the mail this morning. Sign it, Rachel. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Well, uh, what was that thing that done whiz by there
3: about the mail? What?
1: Well, I didn't hear nothing, Andy. Come on, now, sign the thing. If you don't, I'm going to start peaching you again. That's what I do, you know. Well, okay, okay,
0: yeah, I'll sign it. Now,
1: there you is. All right. Well, now, congratulations, Andy. And I know you was going to make a great king, Oh, yeah. I'm really going to work on this
0: job. I'm going to put a lot of new policies in effect around here.
1: Well, Andy, if I was you, I wouldn't worry about too much about new policies. You're going to have enough trouble with the old ones if I... <laughs> oh, get on board train 38, because the old 97 is always late with Casey Jones as the engineer no need to worry There's no need to fear So,
3: boy
1: <laughs> Run you round the you want to hear <laughs> A story about a brave engineer <laughs> Casey Jones was the rounder's name And on a big six-wheeler he won his fame The boss called Casey about a quarter to four He kissed his wife at the kitchen door Jumped into the cabin with his orders in his hands Took a little trip into
3: the promised land.
1: Casey Joe, he mounted to his cabin.
3: Casey Joe with
5: his orders in his hands. Casey Joe, he mounted to his cabin. And he took a little trip to the promised land. Casey, he was a pretty good fellow. Joe, with his daughters in his hands. Casey, he was a pretty good fellow. But
3: he, he took a little trip to the
5: promise land. But well, he looked at his water, his water was low.
1: But we both be dead. When he got within a mile of the place, he looked another
3: locomotive
1: smack in the face. Casey said, "Big boy, you better jump, cause two
0: locomotives
5: are bound to bump." Casey
3: Joe was a sitting in his cabin. Casey Joe was
5: a brave engineer. Casey Joe was a sitting
0: in his
3: cabin. He was a brave engineer and he had no fear. But around the curve came the old
5: 97, running
3: an hour late. <laughs> two locomotives. That brave old Jones. And now,
2: here's an amazing announcement the biggest news in Rinso's history. Famous Lever Laboratories announced the development of new 1950 Rinso with Solium. It's here a year ahead of time, and here's John Lake to tell you what new 1950 Rinso means to you.
6: The really amazing new 1950 Rinso has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. Now, that's a sensational thing to say, but it's true. The far greater washing action of new 1950 Rinso gets white clothes whiter than new and colors brighter than new and keeps them whiter, brighter than any other soap can. Yet, Rinseau is so safe for clothes and kind to your hands. Your Rinseau dealer has new 1950 Rinseau, the only soap that contains solium. So, see for yourself, new 1950 Rinseau has three times the whiter washing action of any other soap. Now, back to Amos and Andy. (laughs) ¶¶
1: To say that after all these years, the Kingfish done quit and made you the Kingfish. The that's lodge. right,
0: Amos. That's right. I was now the head man around here. Oh,
1: well, that's news to me, Andy. I ain't been around the large Hall for a while. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. You see, I've been doing a lot of shopping on, well, getting some things on account of the new baby me and Rupert's expecting.
0: Yeah, that's right. That won't be long now, I guess.
1: Well, Andy, uh, how you doing in your new job as Kingfish?
0: Well, just going over things. The official papers the Kingfish left all seem to be in order here. This one shows we planned the picnic. This one shows we planned the banquet. This one shows a fellow's plan to sue us for $200. This one shows. The uh, one wait, wait
1: a minute. Let's see that last letter.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, from a lawyer, huh? Says client is going to sue you because he fell through a step in the front of the lodge hall.
0: Yeah, funny thing about that, too. I done looked up the liability policy the lodge carries and it done lapsed up. Well,
1: uh, <laughs> now, wait a minute, Chair. I know one thing. We give the Kingfish uh, a, a lodge hall check. To pay that premium with. I remember that myself.
0: Yeah, and he paid it, too, because I got the cancel check right here. It's endorsed by the Western Acme Stove Company.
1: <laughs> Funny thing,
0: I didn't know that they was handling insurance.
1: Well, uh, Andy, uh, don't you see what's going on? The kingfish never paid the premium, and he give you his job with all the responsibility so that uh, you take the blame for the man's accident and the laptop policy.
0: Yeah, I see the whole thing. You know what? I'm gonna have a meeting of the Grievance Committee and everybody come to the meeting. Everybody. Shorty, Henry Van Porter, and you say, I just happened to think of something. Fred Glendale has got a lot of brains. I'm gonna have him there, too.
1: Yes, and uh, you ain't got nothing to be afraid of. After all, you was in the right. In other words, let's see which way the scales of justice will tilt.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna watch that kingfish to see that he keeps his thumb off of it, too. <laughs> Mr. Henry Van Porter and gentlemen of the Grievance Committee, I has called this meeting to get justice. As you all knows, we are being sued for damages by a fellow that slipped on the Lodge Hall steps. But what you don't know is that the Kingfish a-loud the liability policy to lapse up and try to palm off the whole responsibility for the thing on me. Well, now, quiet, please. Quiet, quiet, please. Let's quiet down here so we can proceed with the hostilities. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's telling him, Henry. Now, Kingfish, what do you got to say in your defense? Well, gentlemen, sir, this whole charge is ridiculous. I'd like to put this whole matter up to a vote of the committee. Any member who thinks that I would stoop so low to do such an underhanded trick, let him signify by saying aye. 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 Well, let me put it another way, fellas. Uh... <laughs> no,
3: now, wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute, Kingfish. That's not permitted. To keep this thing unbiased, each interested party, namely Andy and the Kingfish, must pick another member to state his side of the case, and then debate the thing in open conflict. <laughs> uh, well, the fellow I picked to speak for me is Shorty the Barber.
1: Yeah, well, I'll pick the great newspaper man sitting right over there, uh, Frederick Montgomery Gwendell. Well, how are you,
5: boys? How are you? Greetings and salutations. <laughs> well, now, let's proceed, fellas, and
0: everybody Listen. Is you ready, Shorty?
7: Oh yeah, I, I'll, I'll say I am. My man is absolutely in the clear. His intentions were beyond a shadow. He acted with honesty, and he, he was he ain't that. Whose side am I on? <laughs>
0: Listen, you was on my side, Shorty.
5: Well, now, gentlemen, in behalf of the Kingfish, I say that he had the alienating right to pass the job over to Andy. Well, how do you figure that, wise guy? Because of the construction of our lodge is the same as the United States government, if the president of the United States wanted to appoint a cabinet member, couldn't he, by special powers infected in him by the General Electrical College, call for an overwhelming majority of the minority? Couldn't he do that? Couldn't he? Well, I think... That... Answer the question. <laughs> Well,
7: I said well, answer the
5: question. Don't trying to answer.
3: Well, How'd well, you do
7: that? Well, he could, he could, he could go right over. He could, he could put it before the. He, he could, he could have the, the man. You get what, what got? You see what I mean? I'm
5: gonna tell you something that the Congress would never let him do that. That would undermine the minors, and before you could do that, you would have to have a complete coagulation of the Senate. I knew that!
7: I knew that! But, why, but, but what if the Senate... The, the Senate... The, the Senate the, the
5: Senate's what? The Senate what?
7: What if you let the Senate... The, the Senate the, the the si- what? The
3: Senate what?
7: <laughs> well, my point is that if the Senate ever done that, it would unbalance the lower house and shake the foundations of the upper house, thereby causing the lower plate the wobble, the wobble of the... Of the sum of her
3: That's
7: right. Really uh, and, that, and, that, and that would entitle you to diplomatic immunity and uh,
5: immunity of, of, the, of the vaccination.
3: <laughs>
5: well, now, speaking categorically, paragorically, and every other growth, and my argument is that if they did that, the government would have to ultra our constitutional right the right uh, of life, the, uh, of liberty, and the pursuit of, uh, the pursuit of, uh, uh, of women. LAUGHTER
3: yeah, but you
7: was all wrong, Gwendo. The thing that they'd have to do then is is, is... is what? Now, what would they have to do? Go on, tell me
5: what they've got to do now. Well, just tell me that. Well,
7: right, the thing that they would have to do is put it before the committee of, of, the, of, of, of the... of the... Uh, <laughs> and flo well, That alone would... would, would put it, would give them the man... The man uh, you you can't when I... Die, but there it is right there. You
3: see that? <laughs>
5: Shorty, you done read that in the newspaper. That's what you done? The newspaper, nothing. Who, who can read?
3: <laughs>
5: if,
7: if, if we didn't do that, we would, we, we would return to the neutral spirit of, of Russian Aviola, wouldn't we? Well, I... We would
5: not!
0: Hey, wait, wait a minute, fellas. Listen, you, you fellas is way off the question.
5: Yeah, well, what was the question we was arguing about, Just mean
0: that me. Yeah, well, the only thing to do is to put this whole thing to a vote. I makes a motion that the King Fishville be held personally responsible for the lawsuit... And be made to pay the $200 on his own hooks. All those in favor say aye. Aye. aye.
1: Hey, wait a minute, Joe. i am
0: being real road at you. No, no, now That is the decision. The whole thing is fair and square. Yeah, that's right.
7: And I still see that if they let the Senate... The Senate... The Senate
0: what? Uh, the Senate what? The Senate... The
7: Senate...
2: And now I want to tell you about the most glamorous, exciting contest you ever heard of. Listen to this. First prize, a trip around the world for two all-travel expenses paid or $10,000 in cash. Think of it. All the wonderful far-off places you ever dreamed of in a travel cruise you would never forget. Paris, London, Cairo, Honolulu. Well, that's the first prize. There are 15 second prizes, too. Each a round trip to Europe. And 400 third prizes all cash. So enter this terrific new Lever Contest, but remember you must get your entry in soon. Here's all you do. Finish this statement in 25 words or less. I like large-size Rinzo because send each entry with a box top from the large-size new 1950 Rinzo now at your dealer's to Lever Tour of the World Contest, Box 1, New York 8, New York. That's Box 1, New York 8. Only residents of Continental United States, Alaska, and Hawaii are eligible. Follow the complete rules on the entry blank you get at your store, but be sure to enter right away. And now back to Amos and Andy. <laughs>
8: Well, hi, Kingfish. Come on in, man.
1: Uh, well, hello there, Stonewall. I'm <laughs>
8: um,
1: really in trouble. You know, Stonewall, after 20 years of serving the Lord faithfully, the brothers has done turned on me.
8: Yeah, well, lots of times, faithful service don't mean a thing, Kingfish. I had a client once, a little old bookkeeper, a mousy-looking little quiet fella. He worked for a $2 million firm for 25 years, and they only paid him $75 a month.
1: $75 a month? I don't see how he could live on that. And
8: then all of a sudden, they accused him of systematically robbing the country throughout all them 25 years.
1: The him with robbing the company, huh?
8: Yeah, man, the charge was so ridiculous. When the judge took one look at him, he dismissed the case. Hmm company was so mean by the door, they fired him. Uh, but the next week, he got even with the company.
1: Mm, what'd he do? He bought him out. Oh! <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah, well, uh, uh,
1: now, look here, Stonewall. Uh, about this mess I was telling you on the phone here, the fellow that busted his leg has got a process server after me, and I've been ducking him for the past two days. I wish there was some way I could keep... Ducking him in a way to get out of that lawsuit, I don't want to catch him. Well, you just fake up
8: a start that you done disappeared permanently and was never coming back, that way you could get him off your trail
3: for good. Yeah,
1: boy, what an idea, Stonewall. Mm-hmm. You know it really take a warped mind to think of that. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah look here, I tell you what, I'm going to appeal to Andy on the basis of a lifelong friendship to help me.
8: Yeah.
1: Well, you better get on out of here, Kingfish. I'm going to be busy for the rest of the day. See? Yeah, doing what,
8: <laughs> You didn't see my ad in the paper, did you? Oh. Look here. Got a copy right there. It says, local attorney planning on backing an expensive musical show. will interview chorus girls all day Monday. Must be young and beautiful. Bring bathing suits.
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, Stonewall,
8: you don't
1: have no money to back a musical
8: comedy. Look, you know that and I know that. But them chorus girls, do they know it?
1: Say, Andy, looky here. Uh, here comes the process server across the street. Now, look out the window there. Oh, yeah, that's the process
0: server, all right.
1: His ears is kind of bent over like a bloodhound. Well, <laughs> uh, remember now, uh, what are going to tell him, Andy, That the kingfish has done disappeared and he's never coming back. Uh. Uh, wait a minute now. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, come in.
0: Uh, excuse me. I wonder if you gentlemen
1: could help me. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. I'll be glad to, mister. Uh, just as soon as I wipes off my tear-stained fears and calms down my heaving bosom.
3: <laughs> uh, you see,
1: mister, we has just lost one of our dearest brothers here at the lodge, and, well, it's done plunges us into a fit of melancholy. In it, Mr. Brown?
0: Oh, sure. We've been sitting around here Melly and collying for two, three hours.
1: <laughs>
0: well, that's too bad, but I'm looking for a George Kingfish Stevens.
1: Do either of you fellas know him? Now, that is a coincidence. Uh, he happens to be the late laminated brother that we is blubbering over here. Wait a minute. You mean something's happened to Stevens? Well, you see, mister, it all started a couple of days ago when some hard-hearted lawyers threatened to sue him or the thing really depressed him. Yeah, he sure was bad off. Yeah, Mr. Brown and I I took him to a movie to cheer him up, but even that didn't do no good. He cried like a baby all through the comedy. Yeah, I remember. I was sitting next to him. I didn't realize how how hard he was crying
0: until I noticed that I was eating soggy popcorn. (laughs) Wait a minute. Are you trying
1: to tell me Mr. Stevens did away with himself? Well, uh, we can't say for sure, but the last time I seen him, he was carrying a 20-pound weight in each hand, and... Asked me which way the river was. Now that don't look too good, you know. Yeah, that's right.
0: We went down there this morning and found a hole in the ice with the uh, kingfisher's clothes piled right next to it. Don't tell me he jumped in.
1: Well, like I say, we ain't positive, but he was a pretty big fella and the hole in the ice is size forty-six.
3: <laughs> well,
1: there seems to be every indication that Stevens did jump in the river. That's, uh, that's what we figured, so. Well, when he didn't show up this morning, we went down and held a little ceremony right on the ice there, just in case he happened to be down there. You see? A ceremony. Yeah, sir. And naturally, for a reporting man like the Kingfish, the ice was jammed with friends and celebrities too. Oh, yeah. The thing was a big success. Yeah, and to top off the festivities, we had Nelson Eddy stick his head in the hole and sing Our Sweet Mystery of Life. You see? <laughs>
3: Well, in view of these
1: facts, I guess there's nothing for me to do but forget this summons here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right there, mister. That's the way these things happen to be, though. Just tough luck, I guess. Yeah, too bad, all right, mister. Well, I'll go to the door, would you, mister? Well, thank you, thank you. You've been most helpful
0: in this matter, mister, uh... Mister, uh... uh George
1: Stevens' name, Kingfisher... Uh, uh, uh,
3: uh, 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 uh.
1: <laughs>
0: Just as I thought. Here's your summons, Stevens. Your story didn't fool me in the least. Goodbye. Oh, me... What you going to do, Kingfish?
1: Well, I don't know, Andy. Right now, that size 46 hole in the ice don't sound bad. I believe I'll go down there. Good morning, Kingfish. Well, good morning, Andy. I thought I'd drop by the lodge here and see how the situation was. Yeah, well, I finally got out of my jam with that fellow, you know, that broke his leg. Oh, yeah. Uh, how'd you do that, Kingfish? Well, I settled with him for cash, Andy. Where would you get the money? Well, just between the two of us, I went over to the insurance company, and I cashed in the fire insurance policy that had three years to run. I took that money and gave every cent of it to the man, and now I was in the clear.
0: Oh, boy, that was pretty smart of you, Kingfish.
1: Yeah, well, I ain't told no one what I done done, so keep it quiet, ain't it? Yeah. Well, that, Brother Andy, really was a smart hunk of business I pulled there. Oh, yeah, it sure was. You.
7: Hiya, fellas. I was just reading a book in the reading room. I I want to tell you something.
1: Well, what is it, Shorty?
7: Well, the book I was reading ain't. The light is so dim I I, I can't. uh, The chair uncomfortable, it hurts my bath. The lodge hall is on fire.
3: Oh, well.
1: Hey Anna, did you hear what the man say? you buy a large-sized box of Rinso, and you might get a trip around the world.
3: A
6: trip around the world? Yes, you do, if you win Rinso's sensational new contest. The Rinso in that large-sized box is new 1950 Rinso, with three times the whiter washing action of any other soap, and Rinso is so safe. Only new Rinso contains the scientific sunlight ingredient, Solium.
1: Good night, folks.
6: See you next Sunday.
2: Be sure to be with us next Sunday At the same time when Lieber Brothers Company The makers of New Rinso with Solium Will again present the Amos and Andy Show Until then, good night to all of you From all of us
6: Doctors have proved it. Life Boy Health Soap with its purifying ingredient gets skin cleaner, stops B.O. as no other leading soap can. Yes, doctors compare daily baths with leading soaps. Proved you are cleaner, safer from B.O. with Life Boy. Get Life Boy right away.
2: Be sure and listen to the Amos and Andy show at the same time next Sunday. This is CBS, where 99 million people gather every week, the Columbia Broadcasting System.